This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1155 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip features Dr. Tanya Cubitt from Performance Horse Nutrition, and she has the latest in equine nutrition research headlines and tells us what it means for us horse owners. And we'll get right to our tip after this from EcoVet Fly Repellent. Wouldn't it be wonderful if your horse could enjoy a zone of repellency? from pesky flies? Well, he can with EcoVet. EcoVet is an entirely new type of fly repellent that is safe for horses and those applying it, offering a real alternative to toxic pesticides like pyrethrins. EcoVet confuses an insect's normal directional ability, the bug's GPS, if you will. So if it can't locate your horse, it can't bite your horse. Dr. Wendy Ying from the Driving Radio Show has been using it in South Florida also known as the Jurassic Park of biting insects, and she just loves it. EcoVet's active ingredients are naturally occurring food-grade fatty acids that have been clinically shown to improve the condition of horses with difficult-to-treat sweet itch problems. EcoVet is effective on mosquitoes, ticks, noceums, as well as flies. You can visit EcoVet online at eco-vet.com for more information or to order. You can find EcoVet at Dover Saddlery Stores and EcoVets on Facebook. Just search EcoVet, E-C-O-V-E-T. And welcome back to the show. Once again, Dr. Tanya Cubitt from Performance Horse Nutrition. Dr. Cubitt stops by the show every couple of weeks or so to chat about all topics nutrition. And what have you got for us this time? Jennifer, it's good to be back. Now, uh, a few weeks ago, we started talking about some of the new science that had come out from the Equine Science Society Symposium that was just this year. Uh, And I just want to follow up and finish with a few more of the studies that I thought would be interesting or useful to your listeners. I'm ready. I'm ready to be astounded. Yeah, I'm not sure you'll be astounded, but um, hopefully they'll be practical and useful. Now, the first one that I thought uh, was would be useful to, to horse owners, um, when we estimate body weight, not everybody has the luxury of having a scale to put their horse on, just like we have a scale in our bathroom. Um, and we know that weight tapes, they're okay, but they're not great for every size of horse. And most of our standardized kind of weight tapes or current weight equations, body weight estimate equations that we use now, really are for the medium to lightweight size of horse. And we've had concerns in the industry that there is no way to really estimate the body weight of warm bloods or draft horses. And because warm bloods are becoming more and more popular um, in our performance horse uh, realm, I thought this was interesting to put this weight equation out there. Now, these equations are really in-depth with um, to the power here and times this and times that. But don't worry. There is an app. Of course, there's always an app. There's always that. an app. <laughs> <laughs> now, the standard equation that I always recommend and a lot of us in industry recommend for just a general horse 
to estimate body weight if you don't have a weight tape is to put a, a measuring tape around the horse's girth and you get a value and then you times that number by that number again. So it's girth times the girth times the length and the length is the point of the shoulder to the point of the buttock. So kind of the pointy bit that doesn't really stick out on most horses, but it's right beside the tail. So here's, here's a, here's a, um, an area of confusion for many people. Mm. When you say the point of the shoulder, if I was to be hovering above the horse in a helicopter and look down at him, he is built like a rectangle, two short sides, two long sides. When I'm Mm -hmm. measuring from the point of his shoulder, that is on, that's the corner of the long side, not the center of the short side, because that would be the center of his chest. Am I right? Exactly. You're correct. Yes. So when you stand on the side of your horse, yeah, you're measuring from the point, which makes the, the corner of the long side, you're correct. Um, to again, the corner of the long side. Now, the original equation, when you took the, the length of the horse, you actually angled the tape upward towards the point of the buttock. So if you look at a line on the horse, it goes from the point of the shoulder and it angled upward to the point of the buttock. Um, and that, that value, so we had girth times girth times length divided by 330 would give you an estimated weight for most standard horses in pounds. That value, that's not very good at estimating warm bloods and drafts, though. So now we have this much more in-depth girth by length, by height, by neck, divided by either two different numbers, 1,209 if it's a warm blood or I think 900 and something if it was a draft horse. Um, that's And when they took that measurement, they actually did a straight line because in the body weight, body weight calculations, this is also another area that people get very confused is, is the length of my horse on an angle or is it parallel? So do I t- keep my weight, my uh, measuring tape parallel from the point of the shoulder all the way straight back or do I angle it up to the point of the butt? And this new equation actually goes straight back. But don't worry, this would be a really hard one even for me to put into my calculator. There was a very cool app, which I'll tell you about in a second. (laughs) But how this group has gone a little further, the original weight equation just gives you a weight, right? The new one will also give you a weight, but then there's another equation which will it's a not what I call a novel equation for ideal body weight. So just because I get a number doesn't mean that my horse is healthy or unhealthy. So they've taken the correlated the ideal body weight with a body condition score of five. <clears throat> so again, they've got some numbers and lengths and height and different values as to whether you're a draft horse or a warm blood and given you whether your horse is ideal. Now, the thing that helps your clients the most, of course, is the app. Now, it's called the Healthy Horse app, and I think it's available for about $1.99. It was developed by the University of Minnesota. Currently, it doesn't have the draft and warm blood information in it. They're adding that. This was an app that got developed a couple of years ago. Um, And you can actually select on there Arabian, miniature horse, pony, saddle, stock-type horse, Um, And it gives you examples there. You put in your measurements, height, girth, body length, neck, circumference, and it's got a little picture there so you know exactly where to do your measurements. And then when you calculate, it will give your estimated body weight and estimated ideal body weight 
and then a body weight score. So what percentile your horse sits in. So that's a really cool tool. And we all have our cell phones attached to our hips all the time. Um, so if you just had a piece of string at least and a ruler, you could then give an estimated body weight. And then if you're not sure uh, whether your body condition scoring your horse well, um, is he too fat, is he too thin? Most of us look at our horses and think that they are okay, but a lot of times they're a little bit heavy. So it will give you a bit of an estimated ideal body weight. Now, if you don't want to go through all those extra measurements and you've just got the girth and the length, you can actually go to thehorse.com and they have a great little, um, on their website, if you type in the search adult horse calculator, you can put in the girth and the body length and it will give you the estimated body weight using that old older um, body weight estimation equation. So two really cool tips. Thehorse.com is free. Pay $1.99 for the... Uh, healthy horse app. Huh. Pretty cool. That that's Very useful cool. too because the the previously the for lack of a better word body type of the horse really wasn't, you know, a 15 hand ranch bred quarter horse at weight X might not be as in good a condition as a 15 hand appendix quarter horse of the exactly. same weight. Yeah, they don't exactly. they didn't take and I think what we've done is we try to use the body condition scoring system, but interestingly, another another group from Europe presented some work showing that body condition scoring horses um, is very subjective. And even if you, so they took a group of vet students who you would hope that vet students could body condition score horses if they're going to get out and you know work in the equine industry, but even training them every day and getting them to, to body condition score multiple horses, um, the, the values in the end were still a little variable. So uh, they've come up with some other values to improve the body condition scoring. But I think for right now, this body weight estimation and adding the ideal body weight it kind of takes out of takes out of the equation that subjectivity of the person just looking at the horse and thinking, oh, I think he looks good. Um, or I've had the other, as you mentioned, you know, an appendix versus a, a thoroughbred. Uh, an experience of mine, I went to a boarding stable. The lady had the barn owner was very familiar with the heavy halter horse type of quarter horse. And one of her new boarders had a thoroughbred. She thought the thoroughbred was emaciated because it wasn't the body type that she was used to. I came and saw that the thoroughbred was in perfect condition, maybe even a little bit fat, but because all horses, as you said, carry their body weight in different places, sometimes it's hard for us to to kind of take away our bias. Yeah, I had that. I had a very similar experience. I boarded one of my event horses at a stable uh, way back in the day as a youth, and the stable owners raised and showed halter horses, quarter horses. Mm-hmm. And a year went by. It was time for me to go back and be a working student over the summer and my coach had not seen the horse all winter long and it came back and she just about fell off her sneakers. She's like, Oh my gosh, he looks like a blip. (laughs) Well, they had fed him. Well, he needs to be much rounder than that. And yeah, Mm -hmm. he he had to go on a pretty strict diet when he got there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now the next study, as we talk about body weight, um, is grazing muscles. 
I don't know how many times I recommend grazing muzzles and some of my clients say, there's a, oh, I don't know whether it works. Oh, my horse can't drink through it. He can't eat through it. He doesn't gain weight. He doesn't lose weight. Um, he doesn't keep it on. There are any number of reasons why people argue with me about the grazing muzzle. We realize that obesity is a big problem and moderating body weight while horses are at pasture because everybody wants to keep their horses out of pasture. I want to keep my horse out of pasture. That's what they're designed to do. Unfortunately, our horses don't exercise as much as they used to. They're typically a little overweight and our pasture varieties are improved. So these horses are getting a lot more nutrition out of these pastures. So this was an interesting study, uh, again, out of Europe by a woman by the name of Annette Longland. And she has really been one of the um, pioneers in a lot of this um, pasture research but she wanted to look she's got some ponies and she wanted to look at okay these ponies live at pasture 24 hours a day um, and I let's just keep them muzzled from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. so she's got them muzzled for 10 hours a day and then they take the muzzles off between 6 p.m. and 8 a.m. the next morning and wanted to see okay can I decrease body weight or what happens if the ponies don't wear a muzzle at all so the ponies that were not muzzled at all any time of the day, just lived out on pasture 24 hours a day, and some European pasture, gained 0.3% of their body weight daily. That is significant over the course of a year, yeah. over the course of a couple of months. <laughs> that's significant. Those that were muzzled only 10 hours a day, they lost 0.04% of body weight. Now, all the horses every day also did a small amount of exercise, but that was the same between the muzzled or not muzzled group. So they lost 0.04% of their body weight daily. Again, that's good. Um, one pony, she did say, though, even though he wore a grazing muzzle, he did continue to gain weight. Uh, and that's kind of my, uh, when I recommend to clients, they put grazing muzzles on their ponies. Some may stand in the corner and sulk and not eat at all until you take it off. Others are really crafty and they will find a way. So just watch your own pony and make sure that he's not yeah. the, the one out of five. It, it doesn't absolve you of the responsibility of I mean, monitoring your pony's weight. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it doesn't absolve you of giving them some more exercise. Now, see, the great thing about being able to keep them out of pasture 24 hours a day versus bringing them into a stall, um, if you don't want to muzzle them but you have to get them off the grass, is these ponies were able to exercise 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. So even though, and that's interesting, that even 24 hours a day, they're wandering around, you don't have a grazing muzzle on, you're going to gain 0.3% of your body weight. Perhaps if you're standing in a stall eating grain, you're going to gain even more weight. So, well, and then there's the um, problem of the ulcer problem, whereas usually exactly. most horses who wear a muzzle eat a little behavior. bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So I, even though, no, it'd be great if we could all just keep our horse's body weight under control and have lovely warm season grasses that aren't full of sugar, but that's not where we're at right now. So I uh, personally would love to see horses be able to go out if they're able to, with a grazing muzzle on, get the extra exercise and not have the issue with ulcers and try to live more semi-normal horse lives. <laughs> there you go. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. 
Remember, you can have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app from your app store. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's quick, it's free, and it's easy. This is Coach Jen, and I'll have another tip soon. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 